What is your creation story? Calling all the heroes, they're messing up the planet, folks. This is a reference to the song by It Bites called Calling All the Heroes. The original lyric is, Calling all the heroes, they're shooting up the town, boys. It's one of the most important songs in my life's playlist because I love our planet. And we need to become heroes to save it. Not superheroes, just heroes. Hence the call to action for my Becoming Heroes YouTube channel. Become the hero you were meant to be. Heroes need baddies to fight. It's all part of the story. Through the Becoming Heroes community, we take on many baddies that would otherwise ruin your life. Depression, I write each week on mindset topics for moodscope.com. Poverty, we focus on building asset income for you, which I'm going to talk about more in a minute. Destruction of our planet, we are proudly associated with environmentally literate companies and events like the Big Green Expo each year. And mood hoovers and energy vampires. We slay as many of those as we can. These are the naysayers, the people around you who say it can't be done. Heroes slay those dragons. Before you listen any further, I want you to hear me say publicly, thank you for the gift of your time that you're investing in our relationship today. Time, as you'll discover in a minute, is one of the many resources I highly value. And I value your time. I value your attention. And I value our relationship. My hope is that the honesty in what comes next will encourage you to connect with the Becoming Heroes movement at a more profound level and share your own creation story. Let's talk about the springtime of my life. I'm using this metaphorically. I wonder what emotional milestones have been in your life. What are the events that have shaped your beliefs and that have directed the path you've taken? Mine are on the mind map that I published with this article as a blog. Once upon a time in the spring of my life, the springtime of my life, my first love was nature. I was enchanted by the true stories told in the books of Gerald Durrell. David Bellamy, then a frequent face on UK TV, excited me with his enthusiasm for otherwise humble plants like bog moss. I remember him pulling up a great strand of sphagnum bog moss. He's got all his luxuriant growth. Amazing guy. David, if you ever hear this, thanks for being such a positive impact in my life. Thus, I grew up with a love of nature, especially pond life. I had fish tanks in my bedroom with sticklebacks and great diving beetles and the occasional newt. I wanted to be a botanist. This fascination with the natural world was also energised by two amazing teachers, Barbara at junior school, Barbara McKeek, and Joe Jarena at senior school. Joe was my biology teacher, so there was a natural tie into my passions there. More importantly, Barbara and Joe were teachers by vocation. For them, teaching wasn't just a job. Teachers who teach for the right reasons do far more than impart knowledge. They impart faith, love and hope. Faith because they believe in you and they eventually get you to believe in yourself. Love because they love what they teach and they get you to fall in love with their subjects too. Hope, because they instill in you a belief in a bigger, better, brighter, bolder future through the subjects they teach and the way they teach them. Your life is better because you've been taught by them and your future is brighter too. Because of Barbara and Joe, I never wanted a job. I wanted a vocation. At first I thought this would be as a botanist, but then something happened. The summer of my life. Seasons change, and as I moved into the summer of my life, all hell broke loose. My dad, bless him, committed adultery with my mum's best friend, with consequences that still ripple along the timeline 40 years later. 
Adultery is the breaking of a covenant, and this cannot happen without dire outcomes. It's not cool, it's not good, vows are important. My mum understandably fell apart emotionally. My sister and I came home from school to find notes on our pillows from Dad, explaining that he had left us. This was just before my A-level exams. Fascinating timing. Seeking comfort with one of her sisters, my mum had a short stay away. She returned as a new creation, a born-again Christian. Yeah, right, I thought, and watched her progress with sceptical, even cynical interest. However, after six months of living with a mother transformed by her new beliefs, I was impressed enough to ask to borrow some of the books she was recommending. These were biographies by Merlin Carruthers, primarily his book Prison to Praise. Whilst I was certainly not looking for religion, I was looking for an explanation for why life was so unfair and cruel. In Christ I found a model of the world that explained suffering, and I came to believe in Jesus as my mother had done. This changed everything adding to my love of nature a new level of interest in this new creation, this new nature. The result was that I studied theology instead of my planned career in botany. Where Barbara and Joe had been the most wonderful guides for my early life, Jesus now became my first hero. Out of the pain of adultery and family breakup emerged the joy of faith and bright hope for the future. I had discovered the secret, my invisible means of support. He who has kept me going ever since. Moving into autumn and winter now, did we not say the seasons change? As I moved into the next season, the next chapters in the story, my life returned to a hell of my own making. Like my dad before me and my mum's father, I too broke the covenant of marriage, causing the loss of my family, my vocation, my moral integrity and my future wealth, at least for a season. This is one reason why I am so anti-adultery and pro-marriage. And the way adultery is positively portrayed sometimes in the media disturbs me. It is never right. It is never good. The good book, the Bible, is clear that we should not judge others lest we ourselves get judged. I had judged my parents fiercely for their breakup. And yet here was I, repeating history. This changes the way we see ourselves and I am now a very different person from the 18-year-old who knew best. God is good. Just as Dad's adultery led to Mum's faith and thus to my own faith, my own enormous failures, cataclysmic failures, have led to a very revised view of life. Loss brings humility, in the true sense, an attractive sense of the word, and I hope some wisdom during the long, dark winter season, I have learned much about the wisdom of remaining faithful to those we love. I've also learned much about how the world's financial system is hell-bent on keeping people poor and enslaved all their lives. I now know that you and I must take responsibility for our own financial well-being and build assets. By assets, I mean income streams that give value to others but do not consume that precious resource, our time. This is why at Becoming Heroes I'm so keen for you to discover your own vocation. Once you know your flow, we can then work together to create asset income for you. For me, this is preferably through the development of your own intellectual property and the broadcasting of that on YouTube and the internet to attract the right tribe to you. Spring must strike again against the shield of winter. Wonderful line from a Genesis song in the album And Then There Were Three. 
just as we go through many cycles of spring, summer, autumn, winter in our own lifetime, so also my life has come around again to spring. Heroes come in many shapes and sizes and many surprising ones. Now in this new spring, I'm finding heroes everywhere. The most wonderful aspect of these heroes is that most of them have no idea that they are heroes. They are normal people just like you and me who haven't yet woken up to their full potential. It may even be that they are weighed down with a sense of failure because of poor decisions and actions they've taken in their own life story. They need hope and a release from many burdens. Often unknowingly, they are waiting for guides like Barbara and Joe to pump positivity into their diminished self-identity until it shifts to a bigger, better, brighter and bolder direction. I'm increasingly becoming that guide for so many talented people that I meet. And that, my friends, is a vocation, not a job. Also, I've developed deep empathy for anyone who thinks they've made just too many mistakes to now work towards that elusive happy ever after that we all desire. Whilst I undoubtedly have magical powers in the technical area of articulating your intellectual property, the real magic is within you, getting you to agree with my high opinion of you until it provokes and encourages you to heroic action. So let's talk about that heroic action. If any of what I've said resonates with you, shall we continue on towards happy ever after together? I believe that I can ease your burden, help you find your flow and bring guiding direction as to ways forward that offer the greatest promise of success. You can live the life you have imagined, but only with the right guides along the way. Let me be one of those guides.